of a House of Decline exclusive, we are here talking to one of the individuals who participated in the January 6th, uh, let's call it, raid on Capitol Hill. Oh, hey. Uh, hey, y'all. My name's Harrison. <laughs> now, Harrison, what yeah. do you do for a living? Um, I got, Well, I'm on disability with my girlfriend. Yeah. You're on disability with your girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Okay, what, why, uh, why are you on disability with your girlfriend, Harrison? Uh, I got a lot of DUIs. <laughs> got, a lot, got a lot of DUIs. <laughs> got too many DUIs, so I'm on disability. Yeah, so I was at the Stop the Steal protest because uh, this whole thing was rigged by... I'm kind of unique in, the, in this uh, whole realm. Uh, I actually think it was rigged by Reverend Al, uh, Al Sharpton who did it, but... Why do you think Al Sharpton did it? It's just too skinny now. He's too his, skinny. How is his skinniness related to uh, the the vote? The the <laughs> that's where he's hiding all fraud. the votes in his big suits. He's got big suits left over. He's hiding all the votes in those big suits now, and I want to see the suits. That's why I broke into the Capitol building, looking for Al Sharpton's uh, suits. They keep them. Um, there. Why do you think? Why why do they keep Al Sharpton's suits in the Capitol building? Oh, they're national treasures. It's like, haven't you seen that movie? National uh, uh, national, seen, national treasures? Uh, national treasures? Yes, yeah. I've seen national treasures. Part of our whole movement is based on that cinematic universe. I'm not sure if you're aware. Dan Brown, National Treasures. Right, Dan Brown wrote National Treasures right. uh, with with Nicolas Cage, who's who's secretly part of the movement, you know? Yeah, Tom Hanks. Um, what's the uh, ginger kid from that 50s show? <laughs> who knows what his name is i dare not uh, i dare not utter his name i I, I think it was obama that actually <laughs> put in al sharpton suits for the national historic register here's a fact did you know barack hussein obama was on happy days <laughs> as a child or was adults as barack an adult hussein obama? as an adult see i'm kind of did he unique. travel back in time yes yeah, yeah i come ageless i'm kind of unique in uh in the whole q thing and that i think barack obama is uh very old, either very old or a time traveler. <laughs> what is your evidence that he is a time traveler? Well, first, he's on Happy Days, which, as we know, takes place in the 50s. There's a documentary about the 50s, Happy Days. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's what And because it's a documentary, uh, we know about alien life because of Mork, mm -hmm. who, as, as we all know, started out on Happy Days. Yep. Anyway, uh, I was in the Capitol building. Ask me anything what did you, you want. See, what did you see in the Capitol, Harrison? Um, what did I see? What did you, what did you see? Because there was a lot of photos of people, you know, respecting the velvet ropes. Did you see the hall of statuary? Um, mainly they had like, it was like an arcade basically. I mean, I think I had the right place. Um, it was totally empty. There was mm -hmm. like old, like Donkey Kong, uh, Pong, a whole bunch of arcades and games and it was in a long hall mm -hmm. and and the lights were flickering and in the shadows there was like the you could see clowns just like sort of there's, crouching. there's, a, there's a clown arcade room in the capitol building you're that's saying that's the place i got to um so i turned around and ran as fast as i could because it was too creepy to create the, the these clowns in Congress. Yes, you know. what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about these clowns in Congress. They had and fangs. So, the fangs were like dripping. 
with the some, fanged, the dripping fang cloud. With like and a, we all know like a what green, was dripping was adrenochrome. Yeah. It's like a green goo, like an R.L. Stein book cover. It was like textured. Oh, that's I. I really liked that green goo on the R.L. Stein book covers. I, it looked like uh, it looked like something that I would fiddle around with my hands when I was a kid, and then it would get a lot of sand in it, and I'd have to throw it out. So you hightailed it out of the fanged clown arcade room yeah. in the Capitol building. Uh, is I, was there like a row of offices that you visited? Yeah. Well, when I when I I caranged out of there is a word I use. Caranged. Yeah. yeah. Caranged right That's out of there. That's a Q word. Yeah. You Q ranged out of there. That's right. Um, yeah. And of course, I ran smack dab into none other than Chuck Schumer, who is a very short, bald man. Short bald man with a big mustache. Big mustache. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Schumer. Schumer. I, I ran right I, into him. Are you sure that's Chuck Schumer? Are you sure that's Chuck Schumer? His name tag. Push back there. Name tag said Chuck. I'm pretty sure I was at the Capitol. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. I what? I mean, I can't. I can't refute you. Everything that's I'm wild. describing that's is some wild shit. That yeah. And then uh, so yeah. you you meet Chuck Schumer. So he's the guy. You know, he's the guy. He's, he's the short, like he's just short, fat guy. And I knocked him right over because I was running. And knocked him right, and uh, he just kind of fell down and rolled around, and I didn't stop. He was just rolling around on the floor. Mm-hmm. Can you describe how he rolled around? Well, he's so fat that he just rolled. <laughs> like, he just remember rolled. in Hook when the kid <laughs> lifted up his legs? Did he roll like that? Yeah. Um, did he bowl into a bunch of? <laughs> did he bowl into a bunch of other congressmen? <laughs> Yeah, we knocked out all the Capitol Hill police with um, the bowling maneuver from Hook. <laughs> right, yeah, you, you, uh, Chuck Schumer. Yeah, you me got and the short, rotund Chuck Schumer. Me and the Peter Pan Proud Boys. The Peter Pan Proud Boys, <laughs> yes. The, the, not the largest, but definitely the most fanatical of the Proud Boy members, the Peter Pan Proud Boys. Yeah, the Proud Boys actually have an, an entire uh, pan subculture. It's not really reported on because it's such a secretive thing. But you know, like the to get into the Proud Boys, you have to do weird sexual rituals with cereal. Like um, you have to fuck boxes of cereal. That's how you become right. a, a Proud Boy. That's they, what you're proud of. They put a funnel up your asshole, and then they put they you have to eat right. cereal out of another Proud Boy's asshole, they also, and then they eat it out of yours. They funnel the cereal just into your asshole sometimes. It's a whole hazing ritual because they're crazy. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Who well, would come we, up with something like that? In the same way that the CIA funnels funds to pedophiles, you got to funnel cereal into your asshole. You know, that's I think that's on the one of the Proud Boys slogans. Yeah. But then then again, I mean, that just I'm showing you some kind of childlike kind of, you know, like Peter Pan would do that, I'm sure, if he had the yeah. opportunity. Peter Pan absolutely if he went to the Capitol building, would take a dump in Nancy Pelosi's office. Did you do any of the dumping? There was yeah. some dumping afoot, I Well, heard. see, so what, this is what was going on. So people were packing their butts with what they wanted to take the dump on, like, in preparation. Um, it's kind of a, you know, a ritual at Q tailgating parties. We'll pack our butts with whatever we want to shit out, wherever we're going. Right, because the cereal's only the first, you know, the first cut is the deepest, right? The, yes. Uh, so so I, I went for a escalates. party mix. I went for a party mix. Because right. I'm all about the party. And mm -hmm. um, so I went for like a Chex Mix thing. <laughs> 
Uh, you that's know. a little spicy. There's some spices on Chex Mix. Oh, Are yeah. you sure that's oh, safe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I had a sriracha layer in there. Straight sriracha. That's how you know you're proud when you, you, your, your bottom gets tingly for, for you know, uh, anti-miscegenation. You say antifa? What'd you say? No, I said anti-miscegenation. D- don't worry about it, Harrison. Don't worry a about it. A lot of people have been claiming that it was antifa there, and I didn't see any. Yeah, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about people claiming antifa? Disrespected. Disrespected. Because... We're, we were told we were special by the president. He said we were special. And by golly, if you tell me that he was talking to Antifa, that would just be so heartbreaking that I don't know if I could shit myself in a federal building ever again. My day, my career would end. Okay. Th- wait, you, you say career? This is your career? Are you on social media, Harrison? Yeah. Oh, I sell trinkets. Um, for likes. Like, I get likes, and then I sell trinkets. Whenever uh, a post of mine gets enough likes, I'll sell, like, a little projector. Well, or... earlier you said yeah. you were on disability, and, like, do you declare your income for your disability Hell no. checks? Hell okay. no. Okay. All right. This is my passion. The trinkets. What kind of trinkets do you sell? Oh, you know, like, little, little Make America Great Again hat, neck chain things like you can wear it as a neck chain it's supposed to replace the cross of jesus like it's a tiny little make america Mm -hmm. great again hat that you that's actually kind of cute and then on the hat is a tiny crucifix and on the tiny crucifix is an even tinier donald trump and that's what because that's what they've done to him is it now this tiny donald trump Mm -hmm. is it is it the way that they currently depict jesus you know like crucified him they've crucified our president yeah, yeah They, they absolutely crucified our president, yeah. for sure. And then they stuck him with a spear, and just Jesus came out. You know how they stuck <laughs> Jesus with a spear and water yeah, came out? The, the, yeah, they st- the, lance, the lance of long Linus. Right, I don't remember who the Roman soldier was. If you say it's Linus, I'll take your word for it, but he, I do think Jiffy you're Jiffy Pop, a, the Roman soldier. I do think it you... Was actually, it was actually the... Um, it was actually the ancestor of Joe Biden, Bidenicus. <laughs> Bidenicus. Um, he he was from uh, the equivalent of uh, he he was Delawaria. from the original Delaware, Delawaria. the original Roman yeah. Delaware, Delawaria. Delawaris, mm. <laughs> and Gaul. Right. And uh, <laughs> now beseecheth, beseecheth, man. <laughs> Here we got something going. Beseecheth. Uh, we all know that, yeah, Joe Biden, descendant of Catholics, Italians, the Romans, they're all they're all together. And, you know, that that's really what our president is trying to uh, evade. Well, I got a new religion. That's uh, what's your new religion? It's Q. Q is my new religion. Duh. It's your Q, Q religion. It's my Q religion. As people would say. How did you get into Q, Harrison? Um... <laughs> my girlfriend's dad your your girlfriend's dad yeah what were you like politically active before or did you not give a like a shit about anything uh well i used to work for uh the dollar store and he was my right. boss yeah and then uh when we started going out i started spending a lot of time in her basement right 
and um, just saw a lot of stuff on the computer there, mm -hmm. like a lot of shocking, traumatizing stuff. Like that, like that. Her dad was leaving up. Like her dad would use your computer in your like, room. Like you know that pizza place, like that kind of stuff, like pizza place stuff. Oh, you're talking about you know oh, what yeah, I'm talking pizza about. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking at Little Caesars. How like they have. The, the they they the pepperonis are little kids' dicks. Well, either he was making making all that making tomato sauce in the basement, or I don't know what that was. Right? You, it was uh, it was you know what that is? It's kid blood. <laughs> you can tell kid ba blood it's is little chunky. baby blood. Yeah, kid blood is chunky. It's got onions. It's in chunky it. tomato kid blood. <laughs> yeah, got, it's got a little. It's oregano. San Marzano kid blood. You know that's this why this is what they're doing. That's why Joe Biden. That's why the pizza place is sacrificing kids because kids got tomato sauce for blood. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then their tomato sauce eventually once it gets more iron in it, as they grow older and eat more steaks, mm. you know, um, the the kids eventually their blood starts running smoother. That's why you can't have adult blood for pizza. You need the chunky kid blood. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, you know, uh, uh, just to, to cut my story short here, because someone's pounding on the door. I think it's FBI. They're probably going to take me to Gitmo. For, cause uh, I fought, you don't have to worry about the feds. Because I you, fought you for my say, country. You didn't break anything. You didn't break any constitutional law. Because you were fighting treasonous devils. Yeah. Well, from another dimension. Uh, don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> if you get me started on how they're from another dimension, I will not stop. But you, you will not stop. I will not stop because the other dimension stuff that they're capable of, the mind tricks, like... The, and they're extra dimensional, too. The mind, the mind tricks, mm -hmm. you don't even know where they're coming from. They're not coming from here. Like, you've seen mind tricks before. You've seen David Blaine before. You're, you're fine with that mundane Blaine shit. But this is coming <laughs> at you from, like, the Devil Peninsula or something like that. You know, that, that's, a, that's a, a, an extra-dimensional place where all of these, all of these pedo rubes are coming from. Uh, so, yeah. so I see you, you do understand. I see. I, I understand. I... I <laughs> The the raid, it made me it made me aware. It made me aware in a what, way that uh, I haven't been. What did before. you think about it? What did you think about the raid, as we call it uh, now? The raid for um, the raid for freedom. The glorious. The what? What are we gonna? How are we gonna refer to it on our side? Um, I think I think we just you know we got to take the nine eleven rules and just call it one six. The, really? Uh, we, uh, yeah, I think one six is is gonna be. The that's going like to be the name because like it sounds cool. An Australian cool. guy who doesn't he doesn't have sex much. I had one, one six. I had one six. Another <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand guy. I I, I think uh, we're uh, we can't maintain this illusion the illusion of Harrison anymore. Oh, Harrison left. Harrison, Harrison left. had to Harrison, run Harrison away. So this is now Stephen who has come down from smoking crack upstairs. Yeah, Stephen. Stephen's going through a real crack thing right yeah. now. Yeah, my eyes are red. My, I've been rubbing them, and they're crusty. I got not crusties. as red as the faces of Mitch McConnell and Ted Cruz. Uh, uh yeah, they were hiding. Are they hiding? They were hiding. Oh <laughs> uh, man, the the thing. The issue that I have with your depiction of Harrison, mm -hmm. the issue that I have is that a lot of these Q guys, 
are not are not the impoverished. I mean, a lot of them are like the impoverished. You know. Oh, I wasn't trying to say queens. they're they're all like that. That guy's just funny because I don't think that guy actually went to the right place. He no. went to some haunted <laughs> haunted arcade center. <laughs> He actually went to Comet Ping Pong, and that's just what Comet Ping yeah, Pong is. Yeah, he was like not, I don't know, he was like in somewhere in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <A> scary arcade. <laughs> yeah. You're mistaking people for Chuck Schumer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of these, what what was very funny about, uh, I mean, so many funny things about the raid on the Capitol, about 1-6. Yeah, I like calling uh, it a raid because the, the leader was like a Viking, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like calling it a raid because it's like, do you know the movie The Raid mm-hmm. where it's very, you know, kinetic and the camera's scrolling around a lot, yeah. matching the action movements? Awesome but I liked about scenes. this. Yeah. It, it, this one, there was just so much milling about, but I'm imagining in their heads, like the camera's moving, going like, swish, swish, we're doing the action movie now. It's yeah. The Raid, but really they're just, you know, shuffling orderly in a hallway. Yeah. Maybe, you know, messing some papers up <laughs> it'd be fun yeah the, the capitol hill the capitol building has a dj that's playing cool action music in the background and there's sound yeah. effects to every movement mm-hmm. you do people are comparing it to the beer hall pooch yeah i saw uh, that i don't know are, maybe are, do you think this is a because uh, you know that's the uh, i i think it's um I, th- I think it's certainly apt in its patheticness because that's what the thing of the beer hall pooch. I imagine at the time in Germany, that probably looked as dumb as this shit looks. Yeah, because it's that, a that's terrifying farce, is what it is. Yeah. But will it lead to anything further? Yes. I, I will Trumpism. Will Trumpism continue? Yes. Okay. It's why do you gonna, say it's, yes? Uh, my prediction is going to, it is unfortunately going to lead to more q congress people yeah we already have one in marjorie taylor we have more than one um there i think really yes not all of them are open about it uh but you know lauren bobert has from colorado has uh expressed support for q she's the one who's like i'm gonna carry a gun to to work in the Capitol." yeah but she's not a congress person yes she is uh is she yeah. okay? She's from so there's more. There's more than one. But Q she's uh, she's like sort of disavowed Q or been like I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. They all have to sort of say, oh, I don't know. But yeah, Q's a fascist movement that wants to dismantle democracy. It's very not good. Yeah, and it has the ability to uh, ensnare normies and then subtly inject them with enough rhetoric that they don't understand that they've bought into a fascist movement. So they'll just do whatever under the pretense that they're saving the children. That's like, that's like it's uh, Helen Lovejoy is really one of the most prophetic characters about how propaganda is spread and how political action is thought of. Because, you know, in the, it's... What is the episode where she says, think of the children? It's the immigrants episode where they try and deport Apu, and then it's all about Apu. And it's in response to the bears, but Helen Lovejoy's famous line, won't somebody please think of the children? You know, that is a trigger in a lot of people's heads that forces them to do weird stuff. You can just say that shit and people will, you know, sniff it out. Yep. That's how Q, that's what uh, Q gets, is based on. That's how Q gets people. They actually put signs up at 
churches at like around churches that say save the children and then they put a hashtag or a way of identifying to get a way to get further information that doesn't give away that it's Q and they target religious people who naturally have a sense of maybe something bigger is going on in the background Mm -hmm. or a desire to understand what is going on the meaning of life big important Mm -hmm. questions yeah, they target those kind of people. That's why it has a religious uh, seeming yeah. edge to it. Yeah. People who can't reconcile their belief that God is love with the fact that they can appreciate so many terrible things happen in the world. And yeah. they don't really have an explanation for it other than, oh, no, it's the devil working through these bad humans. Yeah. Or oversaturation, these dimensional powers. Oversaturation of bad news has made mm-hmm. has turned their brains into mush. And, you know, poor journalism. Well. But uh, what yeah. do we want? The internet. It's the internet. It's Facebook. We need... They finally... So, so many... They finally banned Trump from Twitter. Oh, yes, that they did. That was one of the pieces. They banned him from uh, everything. All of social media. They banned him from everything. I don't know why they, did, they didn't They did wait until after he was... I guess this was the bridge too far. I guess the raid well, on Capitol Hill. Everyone is saying it's because the Democrats took the Senate. Mm. And so <clears throat> there might be some accountability. Who knows? Is that I true? think uh, mm. I I don't I don't know the that because that that dovetails into like the big worry that I've been hearing from uh, some lefty commentators, which is this is going to be used to uh, create domestic terror bills that will offer even more opportunities for intrusive spying. Yeah, especially on its own uh, uh, on your own citizens. Yeah, definitely. Why? Of course. I mean, it, but I mean, I mean and it will yeah. be used against leftists well, yeah, primarily, naturally. not against white supremacists. It's used against whoever's whoever is in charge wants to use it against. Oh man, that's actually going to be. You know who they're going to? You know what's going to happen exactly? They're going to say, "Look, we need to target any anti-Semitic." people and then they're going to end up like arresting a bunch of bds people and sen- over sentencing them because they're going to say these anti-israel people are anti-semitic hmm. so and it'll and it'll be nice because those kids will be palestinian too so we can get you know two birds with one stone um i don't know if they're going to arrest people we're, we're just uh we're just shutting down social medias of so we're yeah. censoring i mean you know that's not great that's it sucks yeah. I don't know. I also see why you should do it, but maybe there shouldn't be any politicians on Twitter. Yeah, I I think you know the the response to this after you know the last twelve months of aha so and it's, and people who are ostensibly otherwise liberal or left wing they're after you know witnessing a year of protests about the police, the fact that they say you know this obvious solution to this is to give the police vastly more powers. That's what people like Norm Ornstein were arguing for. I don't know. I've seen his name, but I don't know who he is. He's an American Enterprise Institute hack, and he was known for being a um, sort of lefty voice uh, in the 90s. He was was definitely an anti-Iraq voice, but, you know, a lot of people that were anti-Iraq started, you know, ended up being supportive of Obama's uh, interventionist policies, so... 
a lot of them lost their souls to the uh, nicification of I, I really do believe Obama, foreign bombing. Obama's hmm? a time tra- I really do believe Obama's a time traveler. You do believe Obama's yeah, a time that's traveler? That's my one thing I believe I share in common with former guest Harrison, friend of the show. Harrison, Harrison inspired you. Yeah. Why, why do you think of what is your evidence for Obama being a time traveler? Well, it's just he was on sho- happy days. Him showing up in all, all, all different aspects of history throughout history, you know, from, mm. from the birth of Jesus to now. <laughs> he was one of the wise men. Obama was, Jesus, God advise you. Uh, I'm giving you myrrh. Right. That's what the, the wise men did. They gave him myrrh, myrrh and myrrh and, um, I think, a gold fidget spinner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Frankincense, myrrh, and fucking weed, man. Whoa, getting high with baby Jesus, man. Frankincense. We're smoking reefer at this baby. Virgin Mary's chuming with us in chumin. the chum room. It's a chum. Chumin. Yeah. Chumin. It's a chumin. That was chumin. Obama said chuming. That was what chum gang was. Remember really? chum gang? Really? Yeah, and one of oh, and one of Obama's thousand autobiographies. Uh, that's why Obama couldn't get anything done. He was just writing seven autobiographies at a time when yeah. he was president. Uh, yeah, but he had, his gang in high school was called the Chum Gang. Well, how many autobiographies the, have, have you written? Uh, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I only wrote one about uh, the tumultuous year in my life when I saw Call Me By Your Name and kept trying to get older men to reenact it with me. That's, that's very cool. Uh, were you on an <laughs> island? Of maybe I, I was on the Greek island of I, Naxos. I I wasn't on an Italian island. I was in uh, South Jersey. I was on. In their kind of. I was in. I was in Ocean City, not Atlantic City. I was in Egg Harbor. It was an Egg Harbor romance. Mm. Yeah. And you wanted to. Did just, you ever get gay in Egg Harbor? Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> How, <laughs> back in 1991, I was two years old, and I got gay there. Got gay in Egg Harbor? Yeah, and it's Egg Harbor, New Jersey. That's what ha- mm-hmm. It's part of my story, too. That's, in fact, the only year uh, I've ever written about in my autobiography as well. 1991, The, the year Harbor. you got gay in Egg Harbor. The year I got gay in Egg Harbor, yeah. <laughs> so we share that. We're like brothers in that way. We are like brothers in that we both got gay in Egg Harbor at different times We share a, uh, in we our share lives. a bond, um, although, and, and it may be too far to say, but yeah, we're, we're also tied. Like, we're also like sisters. Yeah, we're like sisters, <laughs> sisters uh, who tied their dicks together once like pretzels, and then you know, and then yeah, and then <laughs> just and then, had to stretch them out like taffy and tie them together, and then made them into pretzels by pouring lye on them and boiling them and sprinkling right, salt. Yeah. That was that was a crazy BME pain Olympics. Did you see the? <laughs> Are the BME? Did you see the Danish cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> John Dillerman, with the yeah. long dick, very long yeah, dick. Yeah, John Dillerman. <laughs> John Dillerman. John Dillerman. Man, the Europeans are light years ahead of us. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I would love that as a kid. I would think that is awesome. I mean, is the dick? Does the dick have a mind of its own? Is it like escaping? Yeah, the dick. The, yeah, the dick is like the dick is always getting him into trouble. <laughs> as it were. And, yeah, but and the thing about the penis is it's funny because it's a long tube. It's not like it's not like a gigantic whale or something like that, you know. Yeah. 
It's not that type of gigantic penis. It's more like a spaghetti penis, which I think is funny. You know, and it, they don't actually show... The dick is obscured by his his red and white striped suit. Yeah, somehow uh, the suit extends with it. I think he got it specially made if you have that type of penis. It's like a sock? Yeah, but like a, a real a real good lycra sock. Wow. John Dillermand. John Dillermand. Uh, I would like a body-fitting does... sock piece of clothing. Yeah. One one that has erection erection crumple zones, mm-hmm. the one that would conform to your to to your boners. Yeah, and if it had wheels on it too, so I could just lie <laughs> down and then roll around. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I'm asking for next Christmas: is a space suit that conforms to my boners. You know. <laughs> yeah, from the your, boner. From your... I am the boner conformer. <laughs> From your 87-year-old mother that you still live with, yeah. you're 40. Mom, can can you can you restitch my long john so that they conform to my boners? So I no, saw. No, stop asking me that. <laughs> I saw in the paper. I don't know which one that the poor millennials are going to be called me millennials, and the rich millennials are going to be called mega millennials. Oh shit! The me millennials are poor because they're too self-centered. And the megalennials are are rich because they've got mega personalities. That's what a, what public? Yeah. Was this like Forbes or something like this? I or? don't know. Yeah, one of the one of the that, publications I read, one of the rags. You could just make anything up. You know, there's gonna be there's gonna be the um, the fascist millennials, and there's also going to be the non-fascist. Well, that's not actual. That's actually true. Okay, uh, what's something that's made up? Made up. There's gonna be. The the ho- ho- hoker millennials and those are the guys that just hang around town. What's that word? And then there's hokers. They're a bunch okay. of hokers. Oh, okay. And then there's the fliegender millennials and those are the guys that just want to fly into space. That sounds a hundred percent made up. Yeah, well you're, done. You're a fliegender millennial. Well done. And I'm then there's it up. Uh, 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 and then there are the flash bomb millennials and those guys. You don't. You don't want to know about those guys. I thought know. we. I am a media. I guy. thought we eliminated the flash mob people. I thought. No, we... I said flash bomb, oh. and they're called flash bombs because uh, uh, well, uh, they're they're bright like the sun. They just shine. Well, you they were, shine like a. You flash remember bomb when everything was a, everything was a flash mob? Yeah, everything was a flash mob, and they it would be like uh, annoying songs that are popular with liberals, with centrist liberals that watch Scrubs. Like Africa by Toto. I guess if the 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 what who, what are we calling them the seditionist the sedition the seditious insurrectionists what what's the name the seditious insurrectionists the, uh, let's call them I call filthy, them the party tour the filthy traitors uh, the filthy traitors what if the, the muck, filthy traitors the mucking up there what if they just broke out in song and dance what if <laughs> one singular sensation <laughs> every single step she makes doodly doodly do, do. <laughs> They're just a full chorus line of all the all the shirtless Q shaman guys together, you know, uh, yeah, well, doing each other's makeup. Some of them are severely mentally ill, I would say. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of autistic. There was that one guy who's like the son of a Brooklyn judge yeah. who it turns out is like severely neurodivergent. Yeah, he seemed that people uh, were making fun of. I think he has a mental thing, but uh, yeah, he had the neurodivergent eyes. 
He may, he, or he <laughs> they used to call him the crazy eyes, he, but now they call him the neurodivergent eyes. <laughs> that's yeah, that's better. That's bad. That's better. That's no, bad. It, no, we've improved. This has this improvement has been brought to you by filthy leftists, which is what we are. We're not the dirtbag left. We're filthy leftists. That's our thing. We uh, say shocking things. They uh, they say shocking things. They're associated with Re- Red Scare. Also got banned. Which I saw was that. Funny. I, that was odd to me. I don't know why. What do they say? That's the, so offensive. They say they say 4chan shit all the time. Really? Which is you know I guess how they get caught in the snare. I don't know. I they don't, don't say. Know. They say ironic 4chan shit. You know. For our listeners do who they're, don't they're know, people that's st- Red Scare Pod. Red Scare is a pod. It's a podcast. That yeah. is uh, two ladies from Brooklyn being it's two hats, two real hat sluts. Now, <laughs> so, she, sorry, they are, but they uh, would describe themselves that way. Ooh, well, who knows? Anyway, they got their account got banned from Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh. suspended. They're like Donald Trump. They're also part of what people would consider the post left because, where you know, it's something like uh, there's a movement in leftist. The dirtbag left is characterized for anti-identity politics. These people are like super identity politics. It's like not only should we not focus on identity politics, but we should route it out and try and eliminate it as much as possible. Would hence the uh, the tendency towards shocking humor because you know you're trying to be like, hey, this shit doesn't matter, and we can express solidarity with each other through our shocking humor. Zizek even says that, you know, it's like, back in the dish, I could call my Arab cab driver a fucking Arab, and he would laugh with me, and we would, he would call me a fucking Eastern European shithead white honky, and it was good, you know, he he extols the virtues of being able to share racist jokes with strangers Mm. about their race. I am for it. That's an obsession with these people. A moderately conservative communism. (laughs) He uh, needs to collect his saliva better. That who uh, would you be the manager of Zizek's dripping bucket? Uh, you mean if he's assigned to me in the work for labor collect- for you him to Here use have- my labor? Here at the University of Slovenia, we have special job. Is is collect Zizek drippings? Okay, so you want to make me use my labor for your fucking spit problem? You get in the dripping union. Oh, dripping okay. union, very good. It is you, also Bill O'Reilly. He has dripping boy. Yes, it works so <laughs> nice when government controls everything. We know it's great. The ketchup tastes ri- good. Yes. Jick, Jick Nicholson. Jick. Jick. His dripping boy. Jick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of dripping boy. Uh, for gonorrhea, uh, it, Eddie Van Halen used to before die. Uh, but now he died no more dripping boy. He just uh, collects tears of Wolfgang Van Halen. That, who's still uh, very sad. that was, I think that it was when the a lot of the people on the right really lost it when they lost Edward Van Halen. When know? they lost Edward when Van Halen. Lost yeah, because then they discovered, oh man, he Edward Van Halen's half Asian? That sucks. <laughs> All the racists <laughs> like, you know, discovered he was Indonesian and they, they were like, oh man. Uh, he was otherworldly. Can you think of a more famous Indonesian besides Suharto? Um, <laughs> more people know who Eddie Van Halen is than Suharto, probably. Ian Miles Chong. 
He's Malaysian. Oh, he's not Indonesian? No, he's Malaysian. Might be. Sorry, racist. y'all. Sorry for doing a racism. You did racism against... In my against... defense, they are, they are right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> in, my, in my defense. They're right, right there, right next to each other. Just, yeah, they're right there, tucked away down there. Is it racist to <laughs> confuse um, an Australian with a New Zealander? Is that racist? No. Okay. Is it, do, I, I think they case. get mild. I think we get mildly peeved. <laughs> they get mildly pissed off. Get peeved. Like confusing my accent. I, I can't. I can't distinguish between Australia. I mean, I can, but when I ever do that type of accent, I just automatically do a New Zealand accent because it's funny to say X. You know, the E's are very finny. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> as fun as South African. E. South African's fun too. It is South African accent. Who do you think that that? We take, <laughs> we take it, and they had the infant. I I can't do the South African accent. African, just say African. It's too bad. African. It's too bad. You think uh, Greenland has COVID? Maybe we can go there. Go to go to uh, Nuke. Yeah. Head on to Nuke Greenland. How, how's the Yukon doing? You you get any updates? Whitehorse. Well, let me tell you, they're having they're having a real stable time up in Whitehorse. They're going to movie theaters, you know. They're fucking in the streets. Really? Up in the Arctic. They're fucking in the streets in winter. And they're <laughs> fucking in the streets in winter in the Arctic. That's how much they're glad that they don't have COVID, you know. And the fucking is what's keeping them warm, you know. Yeah. And it's going to become a tradition in Whitehorse now. It's called uh, it's called uh, bareback uh, bareback a bear's back. Isn't going into people... the elements part of a Canadian tradition? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're called starlight tours. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That... Do you know what starlight tours are? No, please enlighten me. Starlight, starlight tours are one of the worst things I've ever heard. It's um, it was a practice. It happened like dozens of times in Saskatchewan, uh, reported over the course of a twenty-year period where. Lots of Saskatchewan cops would just take drunk indigenous men and just drive them like 50 miles out into the country in the dead of winter and then just leave them there. And that happened many, many, many times. I can't think of a more horrible way to die. Uh, Mm. That's terrible. Yeah, it's one of the worst things I've ever heard. And that's a, it was a Canadian tradition. When that they don't make a heritage minute about that, I tell you what. Yeah, when did that happen? Up and up through when? It, uh, from the late '80s, reported. Like I don't know how far back this tradition goes, but uh, we, we, it started getting reported in the like late '80s, basically up till now. And you can look them up. They're called Starlight Tours. One of the most bone-chilling fucking depths of humanity. You know, we do. We do fucking movies, and we're fascinated by fucking the the evils of Charles Manson, but shit just as evil is going on in your local police force. Oh, so it was the police doing it. It was the police doing it. I missed that it. part. I'm sorry. It was yeah, the it was the police taking drunk native men and stranding them out in the wilderness. So why do Canadians let serial killers on the police force? Uh, they, well, cause, uh, they're under the pretense of doing their job. Mm. Some of those that work forces are the same that bird crosses. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, for wearing the badge, they're the chosen whites. Is Tom Morello going to do Is that what a, he's saying? Tom Morello, is he, is he jumping into the fray of politics? Maybe he should fucking run for something, Tom Morello. 
I I don't know. Tom Morello is very smart. He's a great. I was listening to the first Rage album. Oh yeah. He is so fucking good. Tom Morello. For all else, I love him as a guitarist. I love his lines. Uh, his solos are very fluid and beautiful. That um, uh, have a lot of every jazz guitar. Every guitar track is perfectly double tracked on that album. It is. It is very a very good album. Yes. Yeah. It's. I love all of the Rage Against the Machine albums, even the covers one. Well, They're a really good band. I don't like that one. <laughs> the cover. It's. It's worse than the other ones, but it's never. I wouldn't call it like a terrible album. I also really don't like the third one as much. Oh, I love the third one. That one has yeah. Testify on it. No, it doesn't. Testify's on the second one. The second no, one. Yeah, the no. S- yeah, Testify's on. No second. No Testify's on Battle of Los Angeles. Yes, which is. Oh, is that's that, the third that one? The third second one? one is Evil Empire, oh, which I, is Bulls e- on Parade, okay. is the big track then from Evil, Evil Empire. Evil Empire is the one I don't like, and that's the one with the kid what looks like Pete Buttigieg on the cover with the flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one that doesn't doesn't do it as much for me. I like the first one the best. Yeah, the first one is the best. Yeah, that's got bomb track, wake up, killing in the name, teacup, take the power back. Yeah a song called teacup about their tea parties that they would do yeah <laughs> we're gonna get an earl gray we're gonna get an oolong tea we're gonna go to the parkhurst avenue hotel and you're gonna sit the tea with me yeah tea hat tea loving zach de la Roca. yeah they would with the door like his doily collection is it's just huge i don't know i mean that's what he really went into after they broke up um collecting yeah. doilies he has all of the doilies from marie antoinette's last dinner <laughs> it's a that's what he spent all his rage money yeah, on. yeah that's why they you had know, to get back he, together yeah <laughs> see his his doily budget was getting out of control <laughs> he fucking <laughs> loves tea parties yeah, he was commissioning too many doilies with the faces of Thomas Sankara on them, and, uh, you know, <laughs> he went broke. But these were fair trade doilies, you know. He was getting them from doily artisans mm. in uh, South America. Yeah, yeah, no uh, no, car- no doily cartels have been forcing um, people off their land to go, to go knit the doilies in, in bunkers. That's not happening mm. with Zach De La Roca's doily free trade company yeah there there are no doily warlords involved with uh zach de la roca there are no doily child soldiers you know who are you know killing killing other children for their doilies yeah <laughs> I was just thinking you ever you ever think about how it's totally unethical to ever eat anything uh, yeah, yeah everything has a soul yeah. um you you have to kill to survive plants have a soul yeah, uh, unfortunately they do. Each yeah. individual grain has a soul because it could become a plant. That's true. Yeah, I'm a hardcore uh, on that. Very hardcore. Very hardcore potentialist. I'm so anti-abortion. I don't eat seeds. <laughs> I don't eat seed oil. <laughs> I don't eat. I don't. Eat, I have to fry everything in beef fat. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's hardcore. Uh. That's a cult. That's called Hardcore Catholic. My new podcast, Hardcore Catholic. I'm so anti-abortion that if I was burning up on a NASA launch pad, I would just burn up with the ship. I wouldn't abort. Whoa, dude. That's a different way of using the word, and you know it. Don't play, don't play dumb, Mr. Astronaut. I mean, 
I'm using my word. I'm using my word magic. I'm using my chaos word magic to influence reality. You uh, see, puns are magic. Uh, Houston. Puns are chaos magic. This astronaut is playing dumb. You do know how to land the space shuttle. No, I don't. Oh, I, swear. I, don't I don't know, boss. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can land the space shuttle. It's a very confusing system. I saw there's a Twitter debate. The discourse on how in China the number one career for children that they want to be is astronaut, and in America the number one career for children that they want to be is a YouTube personality. <laughs> that yeah. people in the comments were like, "Okay, dumbasses, Elon Musk gonna make it so that we don't need astronauts. The space shuttle's gonna drive itself. Of course, <laughs> well, you Chinese are using fifty-year-old technology." And I was like, "That's kind of a good point." I guess. Uh, I guess the yeah. The other news to come out of this week was Elon Musk somehow became the richest man in the world. Yeah, he did. On speculation alone. Yeah. On, on nothing but VC funding just got coming to him from all corners of the earth. I would well, uh, shout out to Grimes. Now's a good time to get that divorce. Yeah. Um. Also, Kim Kardashian and Kanye. Uh, getting a divorce? What? There, now I can what? finally, what? I can finally suck Kanye West's weird-looking dick. Is that a goal? Uh, yeah, I would mm. like to. I I need to suck the dicks of geniuses to absorb their genius. I thought you should eat their brains for that. I yeah I eat their their chicken brains. Be funny if there the, was cannibalism the, at the Capitol Capitol building. That would be make for a great <laughs> headline. Yeah, can, cannibal at the Capitol. Yeah, they seized Nancy Pelosi and then they ate her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they they ate they ate the lady that was shot to gain her power and to honor her. Yeah. If they reveal themselves to be total savages, then we will we will have to uh, we will have to, of course, zip tie them all to a sinking a sinking tinder block. Mm-hmm. Is that the weren't solution? there a bunch of <laughs> weren't there a bunch of bombs that were supposed to go off that didn't or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, uh, who knows? Who knows who's telling the truth? We have entered the Panopticon, according to <laughs> Ariel Pink. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the funniest shit that happened. Oh, my God. Ariel Pink and his fucking haunted graffiti. And John Mouse. Yeah. (laughs) Out of my mind. Another weekend. I I can't be fine. I like Ariel Pink's music. I think Ariel Pink is good. I think uh, he's fun. Uh, I like our Stevie Moore and that type of shit. So I like Ariel Pink. But it makes a lot of sense. That they're uh, that they're a fascist. Oh, I don't, kinda, I don't. I don't. Wouldn't go that far. I think he's doing a bit. You think he's doing? I. You think he's just a troll? I don't. I mean, first off, if we were in the area, we might have checked it out. You can't argue against that. Oh yeah, I would have definitely checked. I don't it know. Out. I mean, I'm a huge agoraphobe, so I probably I would stay away from crowds no matter how funny they might I be. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have raided the Capitol, but I would have definitely, you know, stood off to the side and be like, oh, they read in the Capitol. <laughs> um, but he has issued tr- su- statements supportive of Trump and in in that are weird. John Mouse just decided to post crypto-religious stuff in response, being like, here's, mm. here's Edith Stein. 
who was a Jew who converted to Catholicism in Germany in World War II, and they killed her because she was both Jewish and Catholic, and they couldn't figure out which one she was. Um, <gasps> that's my story. So that's John Mouse. Uh, that's his defense. And Ariel Pink just posted uh, Vote Trump, uh, which we can't do. Yeah. So who knows? I, I don't know. Their music is B- minus to me. <laughs> always has been. Sorry. Uh... There was there was a take on that where it's like it's really annoying when someone says I always hated their music when you find out that they have terrible political beliefs or something like that where it's like who cares it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether you you use this as a justification for your taste I mean it's, it's I, a snooty it's a stupid I, thing I, to say. I know one thing about John Mouse in that I, I I saw him in Kingston New York it was a good show mm-hmm. not long after that his bass player and brother tragically died. So John Mouse is probably going through some shit because I think his brother died on tour with him. Um, but that was that was like a couple years ago. So hey, people, had, I, I a lot of people spiral out into interesting political beliefs as a result of trauma, trauma that happened years ago. I thought Aaron I imagine Pink was he was just very close. Canceled already for like sex stuff. I thought he was a sex assault guy. He was a sex pervert. Yeah. Maybe he's uh yeah you said something uh they were probably just trying to revive their careers find a new audience you said you were surprised that Louis C.K. wasn't there yeah, Louis should have been there yeah <laughs> he whipping at his dick at Nancy Pelosi hey Pelosi my daughters are happy to see you he he my calls daughters. His, he calls his nickname for his dick is my my daughters my daughters <laughs> this these are my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a creep. What what Louis CK the creep. Uh yeah, I, d- I don't care about Louis CK. I don't care about his career. I don't think that his cancellation is indicative of the evil times. People really want to do think of it that way though. Dave Chappelle hangs out with him a lot. But yeah. Dave Chappelle's kind of canceled in in the circles that would already cancel Dave Louis Chappelle CK, hangs so. out with Joe Rogan now. Joe Rogan's super cool. Yeah, they're doing a thing. That's what they're they're doing a thing out there. They're like trying to host stand up live stand up somehow. Yeah, like thirty five hundred dollars, you know, like uh, <laughs> campaign money stand up sessions where you get to meet all your favorite guys, but two feet apart. You think? I think Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle are gonna run for president and vice president one day. Let's let's hope they do. We just need some common sense. Yeah. They would run on a common to... sense platform too, I bet. Yeah. That was another theme of the of the QAnon capital uh capital raiders is the uh, uh <laughs> That's what we should call them. Remember so there was a <laughs> there was an old cartoon from the 90s about rats that lived underneath the capital. It was called Capital Critters. <laughs> and that's that's what we should call them, the Capital Critters. Yeah. Uh so yeah, among the capital critters were a bunch of like failed comedians. Really, uh, that have since turned to uh, right wing podcasting in order to supplement the income. And that was a theme. Hey, let's uh, you know we may try that one time uh, ourselves if we have to. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, I did uh, see a post of a guy on who was like, I have made a business out of posting underneath Trump's Twitter posts and then 
selling like anti-Trump merchandise based on my posts. Oh yeah. And now there are, there's like several accounts like and that. So Eugene Gu, MD, Brooklyn Dad Defiant. And now and they were like, and so now I have this whole business model, and I can't use it because Twitter banned him. And it's like he, so he's gotta he's gotta switch to uh, another guy to dunk on. Just become a leftist and do Matt Iglesias quotes. <laughs> Bad Matt Iglesias quotes. The first speaking of Egg Harbor. Yeah, he egghead. is the first human egg hybrid. Yes, he is an egg man. Yeah. Egg face. What was his Matt Matt Iglesias had a roundly uh, hated tweet where he said, "Ah, oh, yeah, we should replace." Clearly, the solution for this is to replace the Capitol Police with social workers with training. Oh, Another yeah. guy arguing for increased police presence. What a sick as a result. burn, Matty. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because He's... because because the Capitol Police didn't just like like take selfies with everyone. There was like five guys fighting him out front, and the rest of the Capitol Police were like eating a tuna sandwich, and being like, "Oh, you need directions to Chuck Schumer's office? Oh, it's you go upstairs, take a yeah. left. Here's a here's a packet of Metal Musil. Have at it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, oh my god. It seems to me like a lot of there was a lot of people who didn't give a shit that this was happening. I heard a lot of shit smearing stories i i don't hear as many that's one of the things about uh the black lives matter protests is you didn't hear as many shit smearing stories as you did with the people at the capitol yeah no they uh they burned stuff down and uh, and the, the black lives matter protests i was surprised nothing got burned down they're lucky i guess well because if you burn down the capitol that's when the real domestic terror charges start coming well the real domestic terror charges are coming yeah so but i feel like arson puts you in another like it seemed like what they did was just you know i i get you know who's gonna if they stole the people that stole stuff are probably going to get the, the the largest book thrown at them yeah and people who damage stuff will get stuff you know probably get some prison time all the guys from the memes the guys in pelosi's office the guy who took the stand you see their mug shots so the memes it's, on the right going around now are about how people on Reddit are turning in their families for posting pics of them being at the uh, Capitol Hill riot. Um, that's sort of a shitty thing to do. I wouldn't do that. I don't snitch. Yes, it is. It could be totally unfounded and or completely fake. So it's just pictures of text. I can take a picture of some text. I can post it on Reddit. Mm -hmm. I don't... Uh... I don't think uh, maybe it would happen. Maybe it is good that we report our families to the police. I mean, if they're hitting you, yeah, definitely do that. <laughs> right. I haven't quizzed. I I really interested to see what my dad thinks about this. I haven't quizzed him about it since it happened, but mm. he's taken a right wing turn. But he's still. He, so he was a Tulsi Gabbard fan, and he's Tulsi Gabbard's exact demographic because he likes universal health care but hates Muslims. Hmm. So he's that type of figure. <laughs> he's that type of political ideology. Does he not like any kind of Middle Eastern food? That's how I always try to convince people. Just well, it's, it's he like no, he even likes the food, but he's uh, he's xenophobic because he's bought into that whole clash of civilizations. You know, West is best mentality, hmm. and that. Uh, you know, there's though while there's not a conspiracy, there is, you know, uh, a liberal tendency to ignore the facts in favor of political correctness. Now, 
Something you just gotta know is that if you were in those Muslim countries as a gay person, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have a very good time, now would you, Alex? Well, it wouldn't have been that good for me like 40 years ago here, so, yeah. Yeah. I think people, people are too quick to judge. As a white person, you wouldn't do well. You know, as a white person, I would definitely. As a white Christian man, you would not have the privilege over there that you do here. What an interesting argument he's making, huh? (laughs) That perhaps here you have more privilege as a white male. Is is he sure he's making? Is that are you sure that's the argument he wants to be making? He he's he's a Crowder fan. No, I think he hates. I think he realized Crowder was an idiot. I think he's still a Shapiro fan though. Yeah, uh, he's good. I love my dad, but he—he—the internet fucked his brain up. It fucked, uh, it fucked all our brains and fucked all uh, our lives up. And I want to turn it off. If there's an off button for the internet, I would press it in an instant. Yeah, if I could go back in time, if I could get time traveling Obama to kill Tim Berners Lee, mm-hmm. I would do it. I would too. We should go find Obama and ask him to do it. Yeah. I'm the Terminator, uh, except I'm killing Tim. I'm the Timinator. Oh, I see you gentlemen have found out that I'm the Terminator. <laughs> now, let me be clear. Uh, I'm going to terminate him. <laughs> oh, man. Obama as the Terminator would be awesome. I was seeing uh, someone, uh, someone I edited... I see now why you cry, but it's something I could never do. <laughs> let me be clear. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> let me be clear. I will return. Um... Someone, someone uh, edited out Trump from Home Alone Two and put in Obama. It was awesome. It was awesome. I was like, yes, please make this. Yes, my, yes, yes. Make this my, make this yeah. my life. Just get Macaulay Culkin, who's comfortable with me memeing himself now. Just reenact Home Alone Two entirely. Get Obama's production company to foot it just for that scene. Yeah, well... Uh, everyone from Home Alone still alive. Catherine O'Hara still alive. Yeah. More popular than ever off of Schitt's Creek. Yeah, well, just do so, a... so you say, Canadian invasion. <laughs> I'm yeah. dubious. I'm, I We're going to make you guys more polite with our <laughs> nice, clean comedy. Don't you want to put some great... <laughs> don't you want to put some gravy on those French fries? Come on, it's good, I promise. Uh-huh. Oh, put some gravy on them fries. Put some gravy on those oh, yeah. fries. Uh, do some Putan porn. Um, oh, Ooh, did yeah. you hear that? Slather, he- slather them taters in so gravy. So I want to. I want to. Uh, I have a show suggestion for NBC. It's called The Apprentix, and it's uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton as the Apprentix, <laughs> and she <laughs> she gets to fire men from their jobs, <laughs> and that's her whole job. It's just to fire men. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, that yes, yeah, or uh, but it's not enough to fire what she needs. She needs to just consistently promote Nira Tandon above these men as well. So yeah, <laughs> like they have... so Nira Tandon's going to um, have to come face to face with Bernie now. I think when they they try to confirm her, but mm-hmm. I also saw that Biden may not have enough time to like confirm most of his cabinet before he's sworn in. Because of the nonsense going on, so he's gonna come without a out of cabinet at first. Running up that hill, hey, it's fine. Running up that hill. What do you need a cabinet for? It's not like the executive branch is insanely complicated. Yeah, and as an octogenarian, 
Listen, man, I can't even open cabinets anymore. I keep it all up here, Jack. I keep it all in my head. I have a whole plan mapped out for what I'm going to do. I got 12 guys in my head, Jack, and one of them is named uh, Joe. One of them's named Joe Jr. One of them's named uh, Joe Sixpack. One of them's named Joe Cool. He's the cool guy. He's the transportation guy. All right, here's the deal. First day uh, I'm president, everybody's going to get real healthy. So now you go do 10 push-ups. I can't do 10, but I'm going to do five. You go do oh, Joe 10. Joe Biden can do five. Joe Biden could definitely out-push-up me, for sure. Um, I can That's do... how I thought he was going to win initially, is by beating Trump in a push-up contest. Yeah, I can contest. do five, and... but then my wrists start to hurt. Yeah. You should stop jacking off so much. Yeah, I know. But I can't. I'm you addicted. Stop, you, sh- you should stop masturbating until your until your penis is raw and red, like a uh, like a exposed brick, or like the the tomato sauce blood of a of a youth. Like, like the tomato sauce blood of a youth, my penis has become raw <laughs> and red from over masturbation. I do not use any any liquids or balms or salves during masturbation. I take it until the skin is off, until it resembles uh, an apple core. Mm. <laughs> that is what my penis looks like after a masturbation session. Apple core. The shaft a, has withered down. Apple core is a funny look for a penis. <laughs> you got a, a real apple core. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like someone was like eating it in the middle. <laughs> and there's yeah. a stem and like a hairy anus on the other side. <laughs> the, the yeah, this this is my BuzzFeed list. The the top fifteen least desirable penis shapes. <laughs> Xbox controller. <laughs> uh, monolith from two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah. Clothes pin. Clothes pin penis would be bad. Yeah. Uh, earwig. Right angle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the hypotenuse. Yeah. I'll, I'll get my hypotenuse. <laughs> Fucking capital critters. So Mar- Fucking these guys. It's Mardi Gras season. Have you heard? It is. Have you heard? Is it Mardi Gras season? Soon, we should be preparing. I mean, we should be preparing for Mardi Gras. That's what I'm hearing. We should be. We should. Yeah, we should get our feathers ready for our floats. It's gonna be a crazy Mardi Gras. Are you ready, it's, bra? It's Are you ready, be bra? A nuts Mardi Gras. It's, I'm not ready for Mardi Gras this year. I don't think. Bra, it's uh, Mardi Gras. People have been preparing for Mardi Gras all year, and what we like to do here at House of Decline is do like a special Mardi Gras shout out, uh, which goes like this: A Mardi Gras, hey. Mardi Gras ho, Mardi Gras in your ass, let's go blow a guy on the streets for Mardi Gras day. Just cause we blow him doesn't mean we're gay. And yeah, that's the, Mardi Gras is special because it's the one day a year you can like blow a lot of guys without it being gay. Yeah, it's not gay when you do it on Mardi Gras. <laughs> that's the magic of Mardi Gras, yep. and that's why everyone's so happy because there's lots of blowing going on. Yeah, the around. French invented it naturally because they need any excuse yeah. they can to make sucking dick not gay. Yeah, I'd be love to suck up in this. We all have all fixations in France. That's why we smoke the cigarette. Yeah. But uh, you know, we cannot suck dick, or else country would uh, go to hell. So you know, one day a year, Mardi Gras, Man. So day of the sucking. It means Tuesday dick. We should cover. We should cover <laughs> it's France. Tuesday penis. What's going on? France news. I wish we had France news. Marseillaise on like a. Macron 
Macron, Macron, <laughs> Macron, Macron. Uh, What's going on with the with the one man automaton Emmanuel Macron? Well, I do believe they just have like a permanent state of emergency, mm. um, due to various emergency. People. Yeah. But let's see, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, this uh, another another line I heard on Twitter about this was this this was Americans adopting French culture. This was called the French cultural appropriation, w the capital red. Really? Oh, well, we, no, because yeah. we didn't... Well, because it's something that the French we would didn't do. burn anything. Yeah, it's true. We didn't also have... Uh, the standoffs with the police were um, friendly at best. Well, I want to get you to know the how bottom there's always, you know, You know how, like, uh, at, like, uh, Pride, you know, some, some of the more lib members of Pride, there'll be, like, photos of cops with super soakers... You know, shooting the uh, Pride Festival people with uh, super soakers, which is kind of dark when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, well, it's also the cops will do that with kids too. They'll have kid days where they'll go shoot yeah. kids with super soakers. Like, get ready, get ready for the big <laughs> time. Fun. This is gonna be like I this. I just put scary. two and two together. How weird that is. Hey, target practice. <laughs> hey, we used to shoot you with real guns, but now we're shooting you with pretend guns. The fun guns. The, They're fun guns. Doesn't the water feel nice when it splashes on your face? <laughs> <laughs> cop water. Yeah. No water better than cop water. Um, well, night is falling. <laughs> night has come. Night. What, what's going on in France? I thought we were doing it's the French report. Oh, Fran I thought we were Fran doing yeah, the Yeah, they just have COVID lockdowns. That's the they only news. They just have COVID yeah. Yeah. Everywhere is the yeah. same now. We're just trying to it's weather. It's worse than ever here in Ontario. It's worse than ever everywhere. Except mm. Michigan's, we, we passed one peak. I think we're going to have another peak probably pretty soon. But Twin Peaks, good show. Oh, yeah. Shout out to, to, to Twin Peaks. Shout out to, 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 to Twin Peaks. Uh, <laughs> David, fame, fame director David Lynch was at the protest. He's become a QAnon That's guy. That's cool. Yeah, that would. Be I really started believing in QAnon. Have you? Because of the electrical signals floating <laughs> through my brain. Oh man, don't make fun of him. He's my hero, sort of. Did you know that there are extra-dimensional pedophiles, not unlike my show Twin Peaks, in which Bob raped girls. <laughs> And David Bowie screamed. <laughs> that is not Ju Who is that over there? Is that Judy? I don't care. I wasn't talking about Judy. J David Bowie and his uh, inexplicable southern accent yeah. in Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me. Um, what does the fire... The great Philip Jeffries. How does the fire walk? Is that explained? Well, you see fire walk with me. Um, so in Twin Peaks, the concepts of electricity and fire are sort of interchangeable. Mm -hmm. In fact, the conceit of the famous red room with the chevron pattern and red curtains represents the that duality. Mm -hmm. So you have the chevron pattern, which is like a sine wave or electrical waves, and the, and the red curtains, which are supposed to represent fire. And in the cosmology of Twin Peaks, sort of good and bad things are... Uh, are transmitted through this fire and through this uh, mm. electricity. They even comment on the show when Hawk says one time, you know, in in the language of my people, that it, it was a word for a different type of fire, more like electricity. Um, and so there's that equation in Twin Peaks. So fire walking is basically, in the Twin Peaks cosmology, these sort of extra-dimensional spirits travel through electricity. 
and that's sort of what the fire walking is that's what it means is uh traveling to different states of mind different dream areas through electricity and that's something that appears in in david lynch's filmography since right the very beginning since eraserhead which had all that heavy industrial ambient noise going on in the background and even in eraserhead in the hotel of henry's building you see a chevron pattern like in twin peaks uh, hinting to the early obsession with sine spooky. waves and electricity as it permeates our life. It's spooky when David Lynch refers back to himself because then you were mm-hmm. like, maybe it's real and maybe he's more like a documentarian. Well, I don't know. I don't know about old David Lynch. He's not a QAnon guy. No. I'd I'd like to think that he'd think that was stupid. I oh, just yeah. I I I think he'd think it was sad more than stupid. Well, he would have a good take on it. I bet. I bet he. We should. It'd be cool to know what his take on it because it would probably be correct. <laughs> uh, these guys are not doing enough transcendental meditation. <laughs> That's what he'd probably say. He'd probably just encourage them to do TM. Yeah. Well, is that what he's into? Yeah, that's his thing. His big thing is transcendental meditation, and he thinks it should be taught everywhere because it thinks he it makes people better. Hmm. Maybe it does. Maybe we he tried to start an institution with Donovan. Don- I think he did start an really? institution with Donovan. Donovan, the yeah. the the arrested singer. Yeah. The the wait arrested. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. He was arrested for LSD and weed in I believe uh, the sixties. I thought I thought you were going to cancel Donovan for it. I thought like Donovan, you know, was a comet ping pong. Oh, he Donovan was canceled for, for drugs in the sixties. Hmm. He was, but he made it out. Now he's the Sunshine Superman. But we got to worry about the Sunshine Supremacists. Yeah. Well, I guess they're going to. Pro- are they going to try it again? They're going to. Tr- are they going to try and raid Capitol Hill? I don't know. They should try again. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck this time. Try Third time again. Third time boys. Try again. <laughs> yeah. We, to, that's what we're saying. To anyone listening who is at who is a capital critter, uh, do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Just do go it ahead. Again. Just go ahead and try me. Just go Take ahead. Take Steely Dan's advice. Mm-hmm. We're going back, Jack. Do it again. Yeah. And um, raise up your glass for good King John. As well, mm-hmm. as to quote, to finish the quote of the Dan, the steeliest of Dan's. <laughs> oh, steely Dan. We can learn a lot of lessons from those guys. Yeah, a lot of fashion lessons mm-hmm. in particular, like long, straight hair from a balding guy with purple sunglasses. And then a, and then a Jewish guy in, in just lizard leather next to him. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, uh, a, a mustachioed Jamie, Jamie Heineman-looking motherfucker, Jeff Skunk Baxter, who later went on to consult for missile design systems. Oh, yeah. That guy's crazy. And also Michael McDonald. Was, he, was that the guitar, a guitar player? He was a guitar player yeah. for Jeff Skunk Baxter. Ended up working for Skunk Works, hilariously enough. Hmm. What a great design and missiles because an amp is sort of like a missile, and like, that's that's true. He got into electronics through amp making, 
and then up later applied that to, <laughs> to missile defense, which is a crazy leap. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, capacitors, mm-hmm. circuits, and such. Yeah, turns out if you can make a distortion pedal, you can make an ICBM. I was seeing. I I, I ate too many. I ate too many ice cubes, and now I had an. I, I put too many ice cubes up my bottom. Now I had an ICBM. Um, you mean BM like a bowel movement? Like a bowel movement. That I, yeah, I had a cold that, shit. That was what we had to say for poop in my house growing up. BM. That's that's gross. BM. Did a BM. I don't get my I don't get my parents' logic on that. Yeah, I guess they thought it was better than poop because they hated the word poop. But I I think I'm gonna make a radical departure from my upbringing and change see, the, things. And the we're gonna problem say with any word for that activity is that it's always onomatopoetic, and so poop is you know poop is the sound that you make when you're doing a poop. Is it? I, I don't know. That's the I, to me that's an ideal sound. So when you take a BM, that sounds like. You know, when you have a curly one, it's going, BM. <laughs> yeah. BMs are only yeah. when they're thin and curly. Yeah, I want to yeah. be, a, I want to have a, as few, like, pathological things surrounding bodily functions as possible. So. I want to be like the Koch brothers and have a German nanny who tells me when I can poop. And that way I can get, you know, a real handle over my bowels. Yeah, it'd be and, and the German nanny telling you when to poop. That is probably why uh, they are the way they are. Yeah, if uh, if all politics stem from bizarre sexual energies acquired during childhood, you know, naturally. There you go. I think most politics do stem from the bizarre sexual attributes of childhood, like a poop that won't come out. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you forever associate that with you know Congress blocking <laughs> passages. <laughs> yeah, I need to get the poop out. Cong- hey, even drain the swamp is that you know Congress it's, must it's not that. pass any bill. Yeah. Can't pass any poops. Oh well. The, hence the symbolic gesture of pooping in Nancy Pelosi's office. Also, that happened in our momentous week, which we didn't touch on, is that this the Democrats won the Senate. They won oh yeah, it. John Ossoff and Raphael. That's how this whole thing started. Is uh, the impossible happened, and the Dems took the Senate again, albeit very weakly. And they and it's fifty fifty. They didn't they didn't even win it, but they have a they have enough of a they can control the, the agenda. They control the agenda. They can say what because what uh, he who he or she or they who control the agenda of Senate controls mm-hmm. the power of the senate that's why mitch mcconnell is so powerful he can stop stuff from even coming up to a vote so that people don't even have to be held accountable for the positions yeah. that they take and so. also as a result of this the thing that we said earlier way back in the show is the best outcome the best possible outcome of biden being elected is bernie gets head of the budget committee yes. which is happening ha 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 and this is more power than bernie has ever had which uh, i i think you know for all other arguments against, you know, why Biden was shitty to elect, I think this was a pretty powerful argument against why we we should have elected Biden because yeah, Bernie has power. Yes, he's got power now. Bernie <laughs> has power. So the Senate is mm-hmm. very powerful. The Budget Committee is very powerful. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he can do some things. We'll see what he's got cooking up. 
but it's going to be a mm-hmm. fun season on season 47 of American mm-hmm. President. 46. Oh, it might be 47 right. if Pence oh, oh, gets yeah, I'm sorry. If Pence gets it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, you know, you're right. Season 46. Um, yeah. I, I was thinking how funny it would be if, so say Trump does resign, you're mm-hmm. going to have like a very angry sign maker who just flips his shit and being like, I got to change everything now to from 46 to 47. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my God. We got to change uh, the you coins. You think they're going to impeach him? Um, I don't know. He might resign to get pardoned if, if he freaks out enough. Hmm. I don't think he's going anywhere unless he resigns because he's scared. I see a lot of people hopeful that he'll receive any sort of meaningful prosecution after all this is done and... uh I, I I don't think you should get your hopes up for that, okay. people. Uh, I don't think. No, you shouldn't, because that's an easy way to keep him in the news, and you don't. That's not what you want to do. Yeah. But perhaps you can prosecute him and make it so that the news doesn't report on it by exercising some form of editorial control over the internet, like we yeah. the Democrats have shown to be able to do. I I think the the other thing about this capitol hill raid is it uh really i don't think he's gonna run in 2024 now had that not happened he would have run in 2024 uh but i Mm. think because this is the last thing people will remember about the trump presidency um i think this was a bridge too far for a lot of Mm. more centrist gop people or uh, less right of center i don't know so however much his base is diminished it's diminished even further as a result of this uh, maybe we'll have to go to the polls. We'll have to ask the pollsters. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe this is just my rad lib pipe dream. The idea that he's alienating some imaginary, more centrist Republican. I, but I think, no, I, I think those actually, even even like the ones that are hardcore, you know, even the ones that do sort of subscribe to fashy ideas, but um, like the complacency of neoliberal society, uh, like that status quo, of which I believe there are a lot of those of those people. I think Harrison, uh, most people like Harrison are the are those people, you know, where they'll talk a big game about QAnon stuff, but when they actually have to, you know, they're they're called upon to uh, be a capital critter, the, they won't actually do it because they like their sense of normalcy in their life, and I think that's far more people in in the GOP, or at least you know, people that have the same sense of duty-bound honor to this illusory concept of bureaucracy that they hold dear in their head. Well, we hope. Maybe I'm wrong we about hope, that. We hope, right? That's the hope. Yeah. That's a hope. Um, but yeah, you think Trumpism will continue. Yeah, I uh, don't think that's what's going to happen. I think that this event will take on a mythical aspect and we'll see a more organized Q movement coming out of it. Mm. And that this will be like creating everyone who was there who can lay claim to have being there as being one of the new, like it's just created a new hierarchy. Like this is how you create one is you have an event like this take place where now if you were there, you're like a veteran, you know, you have a new badge, <laughs> right? Yeah, veterans of the psychic wars. You have now. They've had a battle. This this is this is to me a, a terrible and terrifying situation. 
P- probably. So like... it's like it's like the pooch you're saying. It's like the beer hall pooch. Yeah, cause... it's bad. Um, no, no question, it's bad. Um, you have to figure out how to uh, stop it from happening again without being as bad as what they would become. So that's a hard line to do. That's what everyone's yelling about now. Censorship. They're doing. Twitter's doing a censorship. Um, I I heard a phrase the other day that if I were to make a prediction about how the future is going to go in the wake of this, um, the phrase "cold civil war" I I saw on Twitter, and that's the one that really filled me with a lot of dread, because it's just going to be like twenty or thirty years of stuff like this happening. And not ever arising to a level where all-out conflict breaks out. Yeah. But there's just going to be these little stochastic insurrections. Yeah. Well, that's what it was like in the thirty years. Well, it doesn't. Maybe not. I don't know. It was ten from eighteen fifty to eighteen sixty. That's you're describing eighteen fifty to eighteen sixty. Yeah. This like shit was was bad in eighteen fifty, and there was ten years of little violent events people would die and it just slowly escalated um but steadily mm-hmm. over 10 years and I, yeah you know depending on how we react but to them now that could happen here again why i say the cold part why i don't think it will escalate or where there will be a john brown like uh powder keg situation is for something i mentioned before the fact that neoliberal complacency is powerful and people do like for for all of the gripes that people have of modern life, they sort of do like their relatively comfortable neolib existence. Yeah. So, which is why I think you won't be able to mobilize enough of like enough of these uh, raiders in order in order to you know make a significant uh, significant call to major conflict. Which is why I mean it's still going to be very shitty, and like people will be under the sense of fear. Uh, and you know the the economy will be further crippled by this sense of fear, and it's just going to be this almost endless pseudo depression as a result of this uh, disunity and uh, occasional, more than occasional stochastic terror. But I don't think I think something weird is going to happen to dispel it in the future. Some unforeseen black swan event that will you know radically change the technology and change why people perceive the government this way. And this change in technology um, might make everything better, might make everything worse. But I think, you know, that's what it's going to come down to. It's just going to come down. A change in medium is what will precipitate the end of the Cold Civil War. A change in medium of the medium of information? Yeah. Information? Like there there will be a radical shift in how people... Uh, in how people gain and distribute information. Either um, it's going to become way more curated, more than we've ever seen before, where there's going to be like two internets or something, or there's going to be three internets, or there's going to be a technology which displaces the idea of a centralized hub of information. Um, Other countries may want to make their own Twitter or Facebook if um, they realize that Twitter and Facebook can block their heads of state Mm-hmm. I think that's you know some. I think the rise of 
national social media networks could occur or something like that but yeah i think that is oh my god the thing the thing that will change did you this just say national social media network national social oh, media fuck. national socialist media network. oh yeah. that's what they're gonna that's what trump's gonna do <laughs> yeah. we're making a national socialist media website uh everyone mm-hmm. can come it's national and socialist and it's we're gonna have a great time and you can all read my tweets there. Is it's not socialist like uh, Bernie's socialist? He's doing a lot of he's doing a lot of reading uh, <laughs> about uh, Karl Marx. D- I, I don't, don't know trust reading. Says. Never did it. Never will. Uh, I didn't even read out of the deal. Nope. Oh, I guarantee <laughs> you, he hasn't read his own book. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, we'll miss him. Uh, I think uh, someone. This is. Uh, I just hope he has a fucking heart attack. I I hope he dies. Uh, I hope he dies chasing after his grandson in an orange grove, but because his grandson has stolen his orange and he's mad at him. Because <laughs> uh, orange man bad. Yeah, orange man. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>